With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Bag of tips for Oz Equipment Rentals. Supplying equipment to the construction, mining, and roadworks industries. OzEquipment.com. And of course, the best pub in the Mallee as well, the mighty Ultima Hotel in Country Victoria. So this is Bag of Tips. Thanks to Oz Equipment Rentals. Shane Bennett doing a wonderful job. Caught up with him at the Emerald Hotel yesterday in South Melbourne Racing's Pub. And um, he's recovered from his burns, which is which was great to see. And he's um, back to his um, fine self, Benno. So good morning to you in the Ultima Hotel flying at the moment as well. But we need to find you a couple of winners with a bag of tips and uh, let's kick it all off with our first guest here. And this man, boy, oh boy, he's just seeing them beautifully. Benny, I said, and I tell you what, Benny, you can take the reins today, the 10K, $10,000 challenge. We're zipping three at the moment, which is quite embarrassing because our form experts have been on fire. But as soon as we go and have a crack at this 10K, $10,000 challenge, um, we're found wanting. So hopefully that can turn around today as I say hello to you. Morning, G man. Yep, good meeting. Yeah, packed. Yep. Sorry, mate. It's been okay. a tough start for the uh, 10k challenge, doesn't it? Yes, it has. Get, get on the board today. <laughs> yes, packing them's a good meeting. So, what are we doing from a punting perspective, mate? We'll save the 10k challenge for the last tip. We will kick off in race one, number four, brand new, PG Moody, Luke Nolan. Look, this boat has been pretty good riding speed in his first two starts. Look, I think he'll strip fitter. He should be third up. He is third up today. He should be ready to go. Look, I think he'll lead him up. Luke Nolan goes on. I think, look, I reckon he'll be hard to beat riding the speed tonight. Look, the six feudal resistance went well at Sandown, but I just think that horse might want a bit more ground now. I think we can go with brand new and it'll be hard to beat. So brand new, that's race one number Four, brand new. Four, um, yep. Then what are we doing? We'll go to race two, number nine, Rodakura. Griffiths de Kock, Mark Zara, big jockey change here, jumps on board. This horse's figures have been really, really good, this preparation. It's been knocking on the door, fourth and second last start behind Long Gift at Wangaratta, who, who I thought... He had it his own way that day, and I think Rodakura with even luck would have got the job done. Tonight, the race sets up really well. He should just sit in behind the speed, big, long straight at Pakenham, get his chance to wind up and hit the line. He looks a nice bet around $4.40. And your best, mate? My best will go to race six, number 11, Israelite Bay. Mark Zara again, Ma Yusuf. Look, this horse is really, really good through the line over the 1,200 metres behind Keto at this track last start. I think the rising trip to 1,400 suits him down to the ground. Should be very hard to beat this horse. And we're going to go with it with a 10K challenge. So let's hope we can get on the board, Gareth. Yes, we will be praying, crossing our fingers. Good on you, Benny. Good luck tonight, mate. 
Thanks, Jamie. There we go. So race one, number four, brand new. Race two, number nine, Rotokura. And Israelite Bay, race six, number 11. The tips there from Benny I said at Packenham tonight. Mickey Gannon joins us from the great tip-off for racing at Wagga this afternoon in New South Wales. Mickey, take it away, mate, with your specials on this card. G'day, G. We're at Wagga today. Soft five at the moment. The rail's out six metres there. So I think uh, on-pace runners will be uh, favoured. Mate, we're going to kick off in uh, race one, a horse called Shuley. This horse was um, previously trained by Chris Waller. Now with the uh, Tim Donnelly stable down there. Uh, I'd suggest you this horse will be getting the job done. Just quite simply looking through the form lines here. Um, the form lines through that. Gosford um, race have really stood up with Air Bentley coming out and running really well at Canterbury since. So we're going to kick off here, race one, number 10, surely. It's no um, no spoils in the price there around $1.90, but it'll be getting the job done for us. Then we're going to go to race two. It's a horse called Aunt Bridge here around the $4.20 mark. It's going to roll forward, give us a huge size. It's a pretty low race. Comes out of a pretty strong maiden last start where the second horse, Arts Object, came out and won very, very well. So I think that was just a very strong race. This is a very weak, uh, weak maiden, and I think Race two, number eight, Aunt Bridge can get the job done for us, G. So just two bets there at Wagga today. Race one, number 10, and race two, number eight. Yeah, that's it, mate. I think race three, Mitch Beer has a horse that's going to get the job done, but you're only getting around $1.55, Mark. And obviously, if you get a bit of a drift, you aren't going to take that. But uh, just a two for us today, G. Go and get yourself a cup of coffee the weekend preview. I'm not far away. Looking forward to that uh, this morning. And, geez, we've got some nice races to preview as well. So we'll catch up with you in about half an hour's time, Mickey G. Look forward to it. Thanks, mate. There's Mick Gaddon from the Great Tip Off. Queensland is your place to race this year. Racing at Ipswich this afternoon. The mailman has got one. Spill the Secret, race four, number two. Spill the Secret is his on-top selection there at Ipswich. So Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Racing at Albany in the Western Whisperer. Likes race two, number nine, Naughty Gossip. So race two, number nine at Albany for the Western Whisperer. Bendigo Harness tonight. Darren Carroll joins us. He was on fire yesterday, three from four. He rarely misses. He's such a superstar, and he joins us now. G'day, mate. Um, another fill-up yesterday. Hopefully that can continue. G'day, Gareth. You and uh, our New South Wales mailman was on the go as well, so three out of three there, so six out of seven. So LB Ashwood let us down for the coin sweep. We'll have to have a go at LB next time. Yeah, we will. Track, so. But I think the Gallops tips as well. They're, they're, they're seeing them beautifully with the wonderful strike rate, but... Um, I think the Trots team have um, got them covered for the time being anyway. I hope so. Yeah. Um, so tonight, Bendigo, really good night tonight. There's 11 races. It's a yeah, big team teal fundraising for dual codes. Um, just want to point out that Bendigo do an amazing job um, with the association with the Greyhound Club as well. They're just really team well together. So congratulations to them to putting on such a night like tonight. So get behind it if you're going on track. Um, like two tonight. Uh, first one's race four, number six, Barlini. Um, got some really good stats to support our argument here. It's had eight starts since joining the Ainsworth stable. It's won four of those eight. Unfortunately, it's galloped on two of those eight occasions, but the last four times it's behaved itself. Um, of those six starts, um, it's found the front um on each occasion that hasn't galloped. So, really, it's got a lot going for it tonight. Love backing horses over the short trip at Bendigo. Um, so, it's going to find the front, um, give us a huge run for our money. It's, uh, the sprint distance really suits it. It's won three of its wins over the sprint distance. Uh, 
really good bet tonight, this one. So race four, number six, Barlini. And the other bet, uh, we go to race eight, number two, Wonga Lake. It's another one that I think finds the front. Um, it's got the draw, barrier two. It's got the gate speed. It'll utilise that. It's got an aggressive driver in Shannon O'Sullivan who rates him really well in front. They tend to go really good for her when she leads. Um, I just think it's found the right opportunities tonight at Bendigo. doesn't look to be an enforcer in the race, so I think we'll get at least one cheap quarter. So she'll dictate the terms to suit herself and um, get the cash. So they're both around about the same price. About two fifty on bet three six five, but I think they're both good bets tonight, Gareth. Race four, number six. Race eight, number two. That'll do us, mate. Go well. And we're going to Penrith tonight as well on deadline, which is short at a dollar forty. Bet three six five into race eight, number three. Gina Del Rey for Trevor Monday. That's had good support. So those two will be our interstate play there this afternoon at Penrith. Um, so race eight, number three, into race six, number five. Thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. Simon Orchard joins us to go through his best bets there at um, at those New South Wales meetings. G'day, Simon. Thanks for your time, brother. Morning, G. Always great to be on chatting to you, my friend. We're going to adapt that tonight. Just the two best bets, mate. No prizes for finding them, but I really like them both. We'll start race four, number four, El Choro. You look at his record, G, and you think maybe he's a non-winner. Ten starts for just one win. But he's got seven minors, and he's run into some really good dogs. So it's not the case. I think there's more wins around the corner. He's run second to the likes of Lock of Arcule. Got five wins. Rockstar Apollo, eight wins. Zipping Lyris, 11 wins. And Lidsdale Road's got five wins as well. They're all exciting youngsters, and they're making their way through the New South Wales chasing ranks. So I think El Toro's got some ability. He's a son of Nymeria. That Greyhound produced Million Dollar Chase semi-finalist and fellow Brunton runner Black Chili. His litter mates, matter of fact, she's won 7 of 11 and Zorro's sword has run 1687 over the Dapto 297 metres. So they can both run like the wind. I reckon he's a good bet tonight. Race for number four, El Choro, first go at 600. And then the other 600 metre race on the card, Gareth, this is a humdinger. Race seven, number eight, Bandit Jane. How's this for a field? Grim Madara, who ran second in the summer 600. Coast Model ran third in that race. Lockenvale Lona ran fourth. Silver Luck ran fifth. They all chased home punters bandit in that summer 600 final last Saturday night. They all step around the 600 metres tonight. And you throw in the track record holder, Bandit Jane. We've got ourselves basically a group one race. Um, look, I like Bandit Jane for a few reasons. She's a track record holder, as I said. The only dog to break 34 seconds is Dapto. It's a small field, so I don't think box eight should be too much of a concern. And she's fresh, Gareth. She missed most of the summer with an issue. She's been watching her kennel mates run around and win race after race. Last time we saw her, she put almost six lengths on Punners Bandit. We know what that dog's done since. It's won the Gosford Gold Cup, the Summer 600. And it's, of course, down in Melbourne racing in the Group 1 Rookie Rebel on Saturday night. So the form is A1. I know Andy and Jody Lord have a really, really big opinion of Bandit Jane. They've got so many good dogs at the moment that any time... They spruik one. You've got to take notice. So race seven, number eight, Bandit Jane. Best on the card at that though tonight. Good luck, Simon. Thanks for that, mate. Have a great day. Hooroo. There's Simon Orchard. So race four, number four, race seven, number eight at Dapto. Thedogs.com.au, the home of Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. Let's catch up now with the Watchdog. Watchy, good morning to you. We'll start off with your tips at Shepparton. Morning, Garrick. Yeah, Shepparton today. We're going to race three. Uh, pretty keen on the six here. Riders one. Uh, it's had five starts at the track and trip, three placings. Uh, two of those placings have been in its last two. So uh, it's got good form coming into this race. It's a pretty steady lineup. Uh, just needs to get the start right, which I think it will. It's been pretty reliable early in its past few. And at $2.25, looks a, a pretty good bet in this one. Warrigal and Bendigo? 
Uh, Warrigal going to race six here, number four, Whiskey Ninja. Uh, got a 26.08 PB there at the, uh, at the moment. Uh, it's another one. The Warrigal meeting today is pretty pretty weak uh, depth-wise, so he meets a, or she meets a pretty weak lineup. I think she'll find the top early. There's nothing in this race that can go sub 26.20, so on the arm, I think they'll have a hard time reeling her in. 2.50 looks at a really good price. At Bendigo, we're going to race nine, number seven, Gypsy Play. Uh, she pings the lids for a living. She's been racing much stronger company of late. We'll have no trouble crossing from box seven. And at the moment, you're getting $3.60. That's well and truly out of the odds. She'll start six to four, maybe even a tad shorter. Can't wait for Sandown tonight. Some terrific racing there. What have you found for us? Yeah, great car to Sandown again tonight. And uh, pretty keen on one in race two. It's a young up-and-comer in number five. Promises broken. Uh, it's only had the five starts but two wins. Those two wins at Sandown in 29.36 and 49. That's... Pretty zippy, and the key to this greyhound, he's got brilliant early speed. He's gone 506 and 504 to the first marker in those two wins. If he can replicate that, he'll just find the top early, and they won't get anywhere near him. They're giving you 240. He'll start it just inside of odds on, I think. So, uh, yeah, get on early with him. Good on your watchy. Good luck. Cheers, Gareth. Have a good one. There's a watchy there. So, 342 first leg is quaddy. 678 in the second leg. Three, two, one, third leg, one, two, seven, final leg. That's eighty-one dollars for one hundred percent. First leg of that quaddy is race number five. This man's a jetty. Welcome, we welcome him to Giddy Up for the first time. Adam White. He's one of the best um, sports betting gurus that I've ever come across, and he loves his cricket. So I've got him on because everybody is talking about this Test match um, and this Test series between the Indians and the Australians, of course, which kicks off. Um, today and Adam White joins us. Whitey, welcome to Giddy Up. Geez, it's an honour and a privilege to have you on this show. How good is it talking to you again, Gareth? Yes. It's, um, it's very special and I tell you what, I'm in a special place at the moment. I'm standing in the middle of the MCG. Yes. It's bright and sunny. We're about an hour away from the Sheffield Shield game between Victoria and Queensland and then from about three o'clock, uh, it's uh, at Nagpur in India for Australia and India. Yes. Uh, so it's um, it's still cricket season. Yes, it is. And I tell you what, everybody enjoys a terrific test series. And the Aussies are on fire, but they head to India, who have been mucking around with the pitch, they tell us. And they are the <laughs> dominant favourites with Bet365 at $1.66. The Aussies at three fifty. Um, Can you see any value in any of these markets as we get set for this first test? Oh, I certainly see value in Australia. I think the odds should be closer together. Yeah. Um, I think... It's one of those. It's one of those situations, though, particularly with what we're going to get at Nagpur, is that you have to wait for the toss before you can bet, um, because you want to be on the team betting first. Um, so, from my my betting suggestion is, if Australia win the toss and bat, I'd I'd put some money on Australia because yep. I think going into this Test series, there's no uh, no punt from an Indian perspective. There's no Boomer from an Indian perspective. Coley hasn't been playing playing Test cricket now for quite a while. I would argue a couple of the others, you know, Rohit Sharma, Pajara, they're not on top of their game either. So I think that, you know, there's a definite chance for Australia. Australia also not at full strength without Stark and without Hazelwood and then throwing Cameron Green as well. But when you just gone through those odds there, my view is that they should be closer together. Now, the, the catch for Australia is it's a little bit like you know, trying to take on Rafa Nadal at Roland Garros. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's in India's conditions. And it's, and it's not just the home crowd. It's, it's certainly the pitch conditions. I think India are going to play three spinners. But if you look at the build-up to this one, Gareth, India won't lock in its 11. 
as much as Australia won't lock in its 11. We're not going, not going to know the teams until the toss, which to me shows that India aren't as confident as what they have been previously playing against Australia in India. Um, and I think they're a good chance, James. So it definitely won't be a draw? I don't think so. So when you're betting on test cricket, what you've got to try and do is you've got to try and eliminate one of the three results. So you've got the two teams and obviously the draw. And that gives you, I, I reckon, a chance because it has the odds going in your favour a little bit because you, you try to eliminate one of those um, results. From a draw perspective, if the game to play with the pitch, we're going to get a result. It might not look like it after day one or maybe even after day two. But what happens is in Indian conditions, the game speeds up as the pitch deteriorates and you can lose wickets really, really quickly. That's why I think it's important to have runs on the board. So scoreboard pressure becomes a really key part to the whole match in that you bat first, but you also bat third, you're not batting last. So even if you need 180 or 200 in the last innings, it's going to be really difficult as those footmarks become pronounced. We know that it's going to be hard for left-handed batsmen Australia, if you look at their last test match at the SCG, they had five of their top seven being left-handers. That's why I think they might actually play Peter Hanscom at number okay. six and not Matt Renshaw. So that evens it up a little bit, but it's still in India's favour with the fact that, again, they've got two really good left-arm finger spinners against Australia's left-handed batsmen. That's going to advantage India. But, gee, Gareth, if Australia are batting first and they get runs on the board, I think they're riding this test match. So exciting, mate. Can't wait for it. So we'll have something now, 350 on the Aussies with Bet365. There's a host of different other betting options there, but just pray, cross our fingers, that um, Pat Cummins wins the toss and um, elects to bat first, Whitey. Hey, I'm jealous. Enjoy that Shield match between the Vicks and Queensland. Um, and thanks for joining us on Giddy Up, mate. Thanks, Gareth. Anytime, mate. Yep, you're a star. There's Adam White. So he's a terrific judge. So that's a good push for the Aussies at 350, the value there against the Indians for that first test in India, which commences around 2.30 this afternoon. We'll take the news and then looking forward to catching up with our old mate, Corey Smith, who'll be previewing a big night of greyhound racing there at the Meadow Saturday night.